Hey everybody, Jim Kerr here. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Indispensable Conversation. Today, my guest is none other than Dino Corelli. You probably know Dino. He's a coach, he's a mentor, he's the author of this very fine book called The Way of the Wind. Um, he had a long time corporate career, some 30 years or so, and he recognizes the constant pressure that we all feel to really continue to deliver, even at the expense of impact to our families, to our social life, and so on. So one of the things that I really admire about Dino is he's really interested in trying to help us reclaim that spark in our life so that we live a more fulfilling kind of life. And I thought he was the right person to get to on this uh, question. And it's, it's as simple as, is the theory of positive thinking complete and utter nonsense. Welcome to the show, Dino. Thank you so much. A great uh, introduction and uh, so happy to be here, uh, Jim. Yeah, you know, it's great to be here with you too, Dino. And I want to just jump right into that first question. So do you think the theory of positive thinking is complete and utter nonsense? (laughs) (laughs) That's a a great, great question. And uh, no, it is not complete nonsense because it it has a purpose. Okay, it, it, it you know especially in the in the dimension of doing. So unless you truly believe in what you're doing and and you visualize the outcome of it and and you work hard and 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 you have your positive affirmation about yeah I'm gonna do it I'm gonna win that game. I mean there is no way you can win that game unless you you reinforce yourself with that. But that that that's that's the end of it, I think. It's uh, it's in the world of doing. It, it's it, perhaps is when we cross the boundaries from the doing and being, then things start to get a little bit confusing and and could be frustrating and causing more problems than 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 actual uh, good effects. Good results, yeah. You know, I'm with you. You know, when I think about it, you know, the book, The Power of Positive Thinking, came out way back in 1952. It was Norman Vincent Peale's bestseller, right? And the idea there was that you can be happy if you simply choose to be. So, like, regardless of what we might confront in our regular lives every day, right, we're always supposed to feel like all we have to do is flip this switch and we can be happy. And unfortunately, I think that that kind of thinking often leads to some really ill effects, right? I mean, what happens when I don't feel happy? Should I feel shame? Because I'm I'm ashamed that I can't feel happy right now. Or, you know, and I I think it leads particularly some folks anyway, into really bad things like anxiety and depression, because we can't be happy 100% of the time, right? We wouldn't be normal, would we? <laughs> no, I know. So, so here's a question. I mean, do you think that other things like maybe choosing self-regulation or some other technique is, is instead of trying to simply be happy all the time, is maybe a better way to get to mental wellness? I mean, what, what's your take on it? What are some options? Yeah, I mean, uh, cl- clearly uh, the book you referred to and, and that concept is a little bit extreme, right? And uh, the, the thing is, it, it's all about making a conscious effort. This positive thinking is, it's about making a conscious effort in the way you reframe your thinking so that 
whatever obstacles come to, to you, because clearly I had this conversation uh, even before and some people objected that, uh, yeah, but, you know, I am a positive thinker and I'm not like a guy that thinks that, you know, strawberry field forever and everywhere. <laughs> I know that there are, you know, things, bad things coming and, and, and I go through. It's just that the way I reframe my thinking, not to be a victim, but taking responsibility Mm. for the outcome that I want to come I, I want to get so which which is which is great so the thing is where I have a uh, a different opinion is that it's all about, if it is all about making a conscious effort it really means that you're always muscling up against something mm. and so what is it so are you addressing the source of the problem mm -hmm. or are you trying to exercise, make, make, you know, make hard work to achieve certain skills or to reprogram your, your mind in such a way that you, you, you overcome dealing with, you bypass dealing with the really source of yes. the problem. Yeah, you don't get to the root cause. You know, exactly. what's interesting about that in, in doing some research uh, and preparing for our conversation today, I found a study that concluded that people that acknowledge and address negative emotions, you know, towards their relationships or chronic illnesses or what have you, right? I mean, there's some really bad things that people are dealing with that, yeah. that are tough to get through. It helps those people adjust their behavior and to get to your action idea, frame an appropriate response. But if they ignore it, if they don't acknowledge the negative feelings that they are having and they bury it, then it leads to chronic illnesses, impact on relationships, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. so let me ask you a question. I'll try to frame it more as a question, but what I'm, what I'm interested in understanding your point of view on is aren't emotions sort of out of one's formal control i mean can we really you know change the way we're responding to an event as it's happening real time i mean don't we have a reaction it's just a natural reaction and what how we choose to deal with it is, is that's up to us our behavior is up to us but feeling something i don't know that it is what do you think uh, yeah, mostly we do Mostly we do react and the reaction is immediate and all the thinking happens afterwards. And, and, and even if it's like a millisecond afterwards, still afterward it is because we, we tend to wanting to explain, to give a meaning of what happened so that we can justify the course of action that we've taken yeah. or why we feel the way we feel. Right. Mm. So, and, and, and again, this is, um, being at the surface level i think because imagine if we all we do is just react to things and leave it at that and and only as a second afterwards we start thinking okay that's a negative emotion so i need to acknowledge the negative emotion which is which is fine i'm not saying that's a bad thing to do i think mm -hmm. it's a, it's acknowledging the reality right. is the very first step so if I'm feeling the way I'm feeling, let's say I'm sad because something happened and, and really I would not be 
alive, if I wouldn't feel sad if that thing happened, then do I really need to do anything about it always, all the time? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Maybe can just I, can, feel can I, Maybe just can feeling I, yeah. sadness is enough. Yeah. <laughs> or, or do I need to feel sad because I'm sad? Yeah. 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 Right. Well, I mean, again, kind of a, and I research and, and prepare for all of our conversations that we have on the indispensable conversation, mostly because I don't want to look silly in case my guest really wants to go deep and I can't, <laughs> I can't support them. <laughs> So in, in support of my guests, I always study beforehand. One, one of the things that I found in, an, again, another interesting sort of uh, study that was done is that people who think emotions are easily influenced and changeable, right? So if they really believe they can control their emotions, they're more likely to blame themselves for negative emotions that they feel. Absolutely. And... To me, that's just the beginning of going into this cycle that's really not going to be good for us if we if we really start to blame ourselves for feeling the way we do. Absolutely. Uh, this is such a such an important thing to be said because you know, if we limit ourselves in at, at the very start, right? Okay, I'm, now I'm going to think positive and and also I want to feel the emotion of gratitude let's say mm, okay mm -hmm. i want to feel grateful so i'm thinking about all the things that make me feel grateful and and i right. keep feeling grateful and, and 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 i do it persistently every day i've got my practices and then something happens that really make me feel very ungrateful all right and i can't <laughs> do anything about it <laughs> so frustration is double Right. Yes. Because I'm feeling the reality, which is I'm I'm not feeling grateful at all for what happened, mm -hmm. and and I've invested so much energy and time and belief that if I practice it, actually I can feel grateful, right? Or any other emotion that we want to feel. So that yeah, that can lead to a lot of frustration, and then you blame yourself for not being good enough. Right. Yeah. To make that work. Right. 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 Well, I mean, it kind of leads to another question with with all this evidence that the, the theory of positive thinking can have sort of a dark side to it. And I'm going to get into what I call toxic happiness in a minute. So I would, <laughs> I would <coughs> excuse me, kind of uh, stay away from that idea for one second, because I just want to kind of finish on the thread we started. And and it's it's really about this i'm going to ask you the question why do you think we're still so infatuated infatuated by this notion of wishing ourselves into happiness like what there's whole cottage industries around this right now what, what's what's your take do you know because we are so attracted to excitement we want to feel excited all the time we're looking for the next better thing and then you know the better version of myself and the next better things and the next job and the next title the next project the next whatever so we we are not able to feel at ease with not having excitement what if there is no excitement can i still be okay or do I need to go after excitement after excitement? So th this is really a greedy mind. And when I say greedy, I mean it in a, in a most 
uh, you know, uh, good good way. That's positive. You know, I, I'm not trying to be judgy, but the thing is, think about what the mind wants. The mind wants to be occupied and wants to be occupied with something that is always new and better. And And the fact is, it is never going to be new or better because the mind knows what makes it excited. Yes. And in order to know, it means that it's something that belongs to the past. So you want to replicate an emotion that makes you feel so better, so good. And you want to replicate that emotion, that feeling of feeling excited, like that guy you just mentioned. Okay. (laughs) He wanted to feel happy every time, all the time, simply because you choose to be happy. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, I I feel the cottage industry around this whole notion, while more power to you if you can cash it in, but I feel like you're cashing it in on sometimes on people that are really vulnerable. And you're, you know, you're promising something you really can't deliver. Um, And it leads to frustration and sadness among sometimes your clients, your customers, because you really can't. teach somebody to be happy all the time. It's just, it's not part of the human condition to feel that way. I totally totally agree with that, uh, James. I think one one positive aspect, let me, let me say is that it has the merit to take the people that feel victims out of it. Because, you know, the people Mm -hmm. that says, you know, life happens to me, all this stuff happens to me they tend not to take any responsibility because they simply say, you know, I'm unlucky. Uh, I'm in a bad situation. I got a bad, you know, I had bad parents. I have a bad company. My, my leader is toxic. So they, they don't do anything about it. So mm. at least this thing about this new, this other approach, it, it pushes you to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so it moves you away from feeling the victim of, of the environment and say, okay, now, if I really want to do something, I need to get up in the morning, start working hard, be very clear what I want to achieve, persist, and, and all that stuff. So it yeah. takes you away from that victim mode. But, yeah. but this, the, 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 the scary thing is, to what extent do I take this approach? And so to me, if we stay on the doing, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. But then we need to be very careful on how that reframing or your mind, reprogramming or your mind has to do with the way you are, with your being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your real true essence of who, of yeah. who you are. And, and yeah. I believe people can change themselves. Don't get me wrong. I, and, I, and I think there's a lot of great practitioners out there that are really helping people and so on. It, it, you know, there's definitely uh, value that's being delivered there. But... It, uh, what I, what I'm really, I guess, opposed to is this this notion that, oh, don't worry, be happy. Failure's not, you know. In fact, let me. Are you up for a game? I want to play a little game with you, okay? Okay. <laughs> and you can say no if you don't want to do it. But let let's take some of the sort of what I call toxic positivity statements that I hear all day long, and I see in all kinds of posts on LinkedIn and elsewhere. And, and let's try to take the statement and shift it into something that's actually better for you instead. Okay. So my first one is, and here's what I hear all the time. Don't worry, 
be happy. So what would you offer instead? Instead of saying that to somebody who feels you know that you think needs to get a pick me up, instead of saying don't worry, be happy, what what might you say? If you are worried, be worried. <laughs> allow allow, allow yourself, yourself to be worried. Yeah. Just yeah, I mean, just don't overindulge in that. Just don't be worried because you're worried. That this is yeah, the only thing. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's gonna, about gonna... a, yeah, acknowledging <laughs> the truth. So rather than saying no worry, especially it's very irritating. I mean, I'm not sure about you, James, but if I'm worried and you tell me don't worry, you know, I know that you're not the person I can talk to because right. you're not acknowledging my yes. my feelings at the moment. Right. So the, the, the very first thing is that you acknowledge it. Right. So are you are worried? That's fine. That's allow okay. it. Yeah. Yeah, allow it. Yeah, and and you know, I do a lot of leadership coaching, as you know, and and you know, this stuff comes up quite a bit. And I might say something when I hear it. Sometimes people say this to themselves, you know, <laughs> and they'll, and they'll utter it out loud to their coach, and then all of a sudden, I find myself in a place where I need to say something like this. You know, I see that you're really stressed. Is there anything I can do to help you? And that's like a more positive way to kind of get at it and not just write it off and trivialize the feeling that this person is having. Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Here's a second one I hear all the time, and particularly in leadership circles. Failure is not an option. <laughs> so what, what might you say instead? Oh. My God, you 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 touch on, uh, on something that I never allowed myself to fail back in the times where you know I wanted to have a career, so I couldn't allow myself to right. fail, and uh, yeah. and and I had all project done even when they thought they 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 were impossible. So I kind of was mm -hmm. so you know my, my pride was going all over, and right. and I was I was given a bad rating. Mm. Not bad, but not as good as I thought by my, daughter, yeah. by, by my boss. And I, and I said, yeah. I said what, the, what do you mean? I mean, I've, I've achieved the impossible. And, and everybody's telling me that I'm great. I'm the best. And she, and she said to me, you're not allowing your, to, to see yourself behind what you do. Mm. So sometimes you just need to allow failure. Yeah. So when when how would you reframe failure is not an option? I would say if you failed, what can you do next? Yeah, yeah. I mean, one one of the things that that I use in the again on the coaching side, I do consulting primarily and and kind of coaching as as a augmentation to that. Um. When I'm confronted with someone that I'm coaching and they start to talk about failure is not an option, I try to help them understand that failure is part of growth and success. So it, 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 framing it that way, again, it acknowledges the idea that you can fail. There's failure involved in, in whatever we do. We've got to be able to confront that and be comfortable with it, right? Learn from it. And then if we want to continue to pursue the path we're on, we can. And if we want to divert to another path that's okay too but it's all part of growth and ultimately to you know it's, it's a necessary part to achieving success 
let's do one more. And here's one. I, you know, if I had a nickel for every time I heard this from, from somebody who was counseling me and coaching me, right? Everything will work out in the end. <laughs> What's a better way to frame that idea? Actually, what is your, your way of saying it? What would you say? Yeah, I mean, for me, again, it, and it comes up a lot in the coaching. People will say, you know, I know everything will work out in the end. And I'm kind of saying, well, wait a second. What you're working on is really hard to do. And, and I'm thinking of you. I'm here for you. Can I support you, help you? You know, is there something I can do that might lessen the burden here? But just simply going and sort of offhand, oh, everything will work out in the end and walking away, that's not helpful. Clearly not. <laughs> Clearly not. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, I, I can see where that's coming from because people want to be reassuring, right? And they want to say, oh, don't worry, don't mm. worry. Just, you know, do whatever you can because at the end, <laughs> everything will work out. But yeah, I mean, if you're in business and you're actually working hard every day, to make something happens, you need you need support rather than just uh, open-ended uh, phrase like yeah, that. You know, you know, I mean, I, I feel like being successful is really hard. You know, you got to work at it, and not everybody wants to in business. They don't necessarily, you know, they they're pursuing a paycheck or they want to live comfortably, but they're not gonna go overboard and. There's all this stuff around quiet quitting and quiet firing and all stuff that I kind of, in other written and, <laughs> and videos and stuff, I, I'm really kind of against that way of thinking. I think it's promoting the wrong stuff, but maybe that's just me. But, but I really think it's hard and work is hard and you can't discount what it takes sometimes. You know, that, that effort is is absolutely required to get from point A to point B. And to think that it's all easy and all we have to do is, you know, Oprah and, and the secret. All we have to do is imagine it and it's going to happen. All good things. You know, no, you've got to take action. You actually have to do something. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, and, and again, right, this is where boundaries become very uh, gray and blurry. And so people confuses the fact that when you work and you are in the doing, you've got to work hard. You yeah. have to work hard. You have to work hard every day. And that can mean also that you're going through a, a period of crisis, a period of where you feel very bad, you feel sad, you feel tired with low energy, but yet you need to go and work even harder because mm -hmm. that's the doing. I think, I think what, what, what somehow, and a lot of people confuse the, that, that, that thing, you know, that process of working hard to be successful uh, in doing certain things as mm -hmm. being successful as a person, mm -hmm. which is where I wasn't, you know, that, that rating I, I told you about mm -hmm. is that I was so identified with the doing that if I failed at doing things, I felt as a human being. Yeah. As right. I, I felt as a deal. Yeah. So yes. this is the stuff that needs to be very clear to people is that you can never fail as Jim or Mary or Philip. You can never, you cannot fail as a person. You, you are a person. Right. And, and as long as you're open to learning, 
to growing, to be right. curious, to accept right. failure, because as you said, Jim, failure is part of life. Right. It's part of life. Otherwise, how can we really learn? Right. Yeah. It's hypocrisy, right? To think that we, we, you know, all we do is just succeed because we work hard and we visualize and we do it. You know, right. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I mean, what I feel about, about the whole toxic, you know, positivity or, you know, positivity or positive thinking theory in general is it kind of can lead to a place where, and you, you hit on it at the beginning of our conversation this morning, but, you know, it's a denial of problems. And then that can lead to inaction. Because if I don't recognize I have a problem, I don't have to do anything about it. Yeah. What, <laughs> you, know? What, 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 you know, some some people actually told me that it is not about denying the negativity, being, you know, being the positive mm-hmm. thinking, but in how you reframe yeah. the negative thing that is happening to you in a positive way. So right. the, the people that goes into positive thinking are not just, you know, again, strawberry field forever. They know that there is bad stuff happening, but they're not going to let themselves feeling victims, but they will take responsibility to refrain their thinking on how to overcome that obstacle. Sure. So in that in that way, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good approach, right? Yeah. There is no, no point in... Just sitting there and saying, oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, again, it's always a conscious effort. And and because it's a conscious effort, it is it starts from the same mindset that you have that is running away from bad feelings. Right. So that's why I think it's very uh, important to understand the difference between being better version of yourself. For me, it's it's a it's a it's total nonsense. Okay. Yeah. Because until you keep thinking that there is a better version of yourself, you never accept your current version, which right. is the only version that you right. can ever have at yeah, any I point mean, in time. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and, and I'm with you. That, and, and the way that you describe that um, way to use positive thinking, i.e. reframe the way you're looking at a situation and take action the key word there, the key words there are and take action, <laughs> not be a victim, not not just uh, oh well, you know, I'm this bad things happening to me, but it, it's it'll be okay. Well, <laughs> maybe it won't be okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, but but maybe it can be okay if you process what's happened and determine there's a path that you can take and action you can take to make it better yeah. so you feel better and you get a better result and maybe yeah. make a contribution to society or whatever. If you, it's the action part that I'm concerned about. I just, I just feel like a lot of times people use this stuff as an excuse for not actually changing yeah. their situation. Yes. Yes. And I, I would actually add that this is not even the end of it because there is another part for me that is even more, expansive in consciousness which is what if rather than thinking positively on the bad things that happened to me i stop thinking positive and i stop thinking negative and i see really where all this negative and thinking positive are coming from 
because if I can see where all these are coming from, it's our all interpretation of my, let's call it ego, right? It's the self-image, okay? What I interpret to be a good thing and what I interpret to be a bad thing. Right. So all this interpreting machine, can I, can I go behind that? Because otherwise, there is no solution apart from playing this power game, either be feeling powerless or feeling mm -hmm. powerful. And mm -hmm. both are the extreme ends of the same stick called power. And we don't have power all the time. And actually, we don't. Yeah. On the, on the re realm of being, again, this is um, it's, it's so important to me because in the doing, it's, it's all stand through. You need to take action. You need to be you know, reframing mm -hmm. positively the obstacles. But let's not confuse that my my ability to think and reframe with who am i really deep down inside right i'm i'm not i'm much more than that right hey, hey you know I, my reaction to that it kind of it's sort of a carl Jung um thing that i re recall you know and he once wrote that i'd rather be whole than good you know and i and i, and I really it resonated with me. I still remember that because it is about being the whole person and accepting who you are and being able to handle all the stuff that, that comes your way, you know, and, yeah. and take in the stimulus, recognize it, don't deny it, recognize it, and then determine if there's something you need to be doing to make yeah. it better for yourself. Yeah. Or to continue to leverage if it's a good thing. How do I get more of this good thing? But, you know, it's the action part that that I think is the part we can control. Yeah. You know? So, hey, look, I could talk to you the rest of the day, um, <laughs> you know, and, and I I really wish I could. But our time's up. I want to thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, Jim. It was really great. I really enjoyed our conversation. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to invite you and all our guests that are, are in attendance today to, to continue to make comments on LinkedIn and um, we'll respond when we when, when we get the chance today, right? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We'll keep the conversation alive that way, okay? Absolutely, yes. All right, yes. thank you, my friend. It was really good. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>